Welcome to the Mortgage and Mindset in Minutes podcast, and I'm your host, Tiffany Rose, where you'll get a little on mortgage and a lot on mindset. Okay, so I decided to take a little break, maybe for a few weeks, or we'll see how this goes, just to get on and kind of free flow and talk about uh, really cool things that I've learned that I've applied in my life to push myself forward. And you know, I paid thousands of dollars over the course of my life so far in mentors and coaches. And I've got the best advice and the best um, tools and strategies that have pushed my life forward. So I'm so excited to share that with you today and just see if I can help help make a difference in this, uh, this crazy life we're in. So today, I want to talk about a 15-minute routine. So it's so, so, so important to have some sort of routine. And I don't know if you have one right now, but before I go into the tips and tricks, I want to take a moment to assess where you're at with your morning routine. So think about what you do for self-care in the morning. I know before uh, I did these 15-minute focus times, I would wake up and ask, me and my sister make jokes about it. It's called like boom busy. You open up your eyes, you jump up. I used to get my son a bottle, let Harley, my puppy out, keep my hot water up for my tea, make sure my puppy has water, uh, make the kids lunches, check my email, check social media for work messages. It's like freaking boom busy from the second I opened my eyes and I made no time for myself. So my daughter's you know, they'll come downstairs in the morning when I'm, when I'm doing my boom busy thing, what I used to call it. And then they start asking me like, hey, mom, where's my PE clothes? Or where's this or where's that in the laundry? Or did you do laundry? Or can you move this stuff to the dryer? And I need money for yearbook or checks for this and that. And I just felt already behind and overwhelmed before I even started working on my normal mortgage lending day job. So it was exhausting me. I had to stop the boom busy uh, feeling. So Think about how you feel when you wake up and what you do. Maybe you're on a routine right now that's working for you some kind of 15 minutes. So I hope whatever routine you are on that this podcast just enhances it or gives you some little tips and strategies on something you can add to it. And if you're not on what you consider a routine, then just know that you are on a routine right now, whether it's brushing your teeth, taking the kids to school, making their lunches, you are on a routine. You're just not carving out a focused routine time in the morning. So, and be honest with yourself, like when you're, you know, counting calories for a diet or something, how much time in the morning and how often do you really truly make time to calm the nervous system and kind of like have a date with the universe or your higher self, God, however you like to position it or say it. So, Remember, again, we're all on routines right now, whether we recognize what they are and they're good habits or bad habits. So life can be extremely busy. And one of my coaches said, don't keep saying you're so busy. Say I have an extremely full life. And even because even saying words like busy or I'm so stressed or that creates more stress and emits more negative energy out there in the universe. So find a way to catch yourself and say, Oh, no, a full life instead of I'm so busy. Even if you just stop and pause this right now and say like five negative words versus five positive words, it creates this energy in you that you can feel the difference. So anyways, all right. So back to the 15 minute routine. So, and by the way, I told myself if I can't do 15 minutes in the morning, uh, focus time, or at least some mornings, how in the heck am I ever going to be part of the 
5 a.m. club, like the book I read, or go to the gym or make big moves in my career if I can't build out 15 freaking minutes in the sometimes in the week. So I was like, come on, Tiff, do better. You can be better. Just do it. So now it's a habit, which I love. So the first thing is a few things you can squeeze into that 15 minutes. So the first thing is gratitude. I have a form, which actually you can email me at uh, uh, trose at guildmortgage.net or tiffrose1111 at Gmail. I can send you the PDF and it's a big things routine. So there's a piece of paper I personally fill out, which like you said, if you want access to that, I can help you with it. But um, on that form, the first thing is gratitude. Gratitude is so important. It changes the way you feel. It changes your immune system. It emits positive energy. It changes your mood for the day. It'll change the moves you make. Uh, if you somebody cuts you off in the morning on the way to taking the kids or to school or going to work, you will have a better reaction to it when you practice that gratitude. So write down six things that you're that you're happy for. Even if you just sit there and look around, like I'm grateful right now, I'm sitting here in my office and I'm looking outside the beautiful um, day it is, my water fountain, how nice my water fountain is, my patio with my awesome furniture that I bought. Sit there and look around and be grateful. It will change the course of your day. Even if you spend like three minutes on that, you can write it down or you can just think about it, but just sit in that. Another thing that I do is, uh, big, I do now six big things in the day. That's my goal. That's different than my routine that I do now. So with the way you're going to want to do it is if you want to move the needle forward in your life, which I think most of us do, we don't want to be caught up in this day to day, you know, groundhog day, every day is the same kind of thing. If you pick one big thing that you're going to do that's different than your daily routine, you are going to move mountains. Imagine if you did this five days a week, something different than your normal routine. It could be uh, looking up YouTube and figuring out how to do an Instagram reel, uh, going on TikTok, figuring out how to do one specific kind of TikTok. That's a big thing that's different. Uh, another big thing, like for me, uh, I hate technology, even though I deal with it all day at work and I'm doing this podcast and all these things, but, uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Had to interrupt myself because my baby and my mama came home from work. So, Okay. So what I was saying is the the uh, one of the big things that I do is like I was saying about technology is I needed to change my cell phone from Verizon to Xfinity. And I knew it was going to be like a two hour phone call and sitting on hold and all that. So I kept putting it off. But every month I put it off, I was wasting like $150, $200 on uh, keeping like HBO services and things. And so it, it felt so good to make that my one big thing for the day. And now I saved, I ended up saving more than $200 a month because I, uh, when I was on the phone with Xfinity, I changed the channels down to the bare minimum. I signed up for Hulu instead and all that stuff. But anyways, that was a big load off and money in my pocket every single month that is different than my normal everyday thing. So now I want to talk, so that's gratitude and big thanks. So the other thing that I want to spend more time on, there's two more, there's meditation, there's uh, journaling. Meditation, I want to talk about that for a bigger part of this podcast because 
there's a science behind meditation. It's real stuff. And it's so interesting. Our brain has uh, nerve cells that fire electrical signals all day, all night, forming uh, arrangements called brainwave patterns. So these unique patterns are closely connected to your thoughts, emotions, moods, biological chemistry, everything you do and really everything that you are. And because meditation guides you into different mind states and uh, various through various states of meditation, it's definitely helpful to understand the different frequencies and how they can how they contribute to your state of consciousness. Since most of us spend our days in the beta state, uh, and I'll highlight that uh, the beta state, it's kind of sad that we always are in the beta state because that's associated with worry, stress, fear, moodiness anger, uh, weakened health and immune system. Uh, it's also when you're fully awake and alert, but a lot of us go into that beta state with those negative emotions. So just with the gratitude and everything, bringing that all together, you're changing already just by the gratitude, you're changing it from the beta brain waves to the other state that I'll talk about. But the beneficial states of consciousness are alpha, theta, and delta. So going back to the beta brain waves, uh, it's can contribute to nervousness, depression, anxiety. And like I said, people spend most of their time in the beta state. So the alpha brain waves are the first stage of when you meditate. So you want to sit down somewhere quiet where you know people aren't going to be coming in, bothering you and knocking on the door and doing all that. That's why it's a good day, a good time to do your routine in the morning before the house wakes up because you know that nothing's going to get in your way. And do this before you start looking at your phone, Instagram, and all that. But when you meditate, you the first stage is uh, going into the alpha brain waves. And it's so funny because I read that cats spend a lot of time in an alpha state, which is connected to meditation, but also it's connected to psychic phenomenon intuition. So you know when you hear about the cats that can like predict uh, people in hospitals that uh, could be passing soon and so interesting. So that's alpha brainwaves. But after I read that, it actually triggered my interest because I wanted to look up alcohol and alpha state because I'm going to get a little weird on you guys right now. This is totally different than the 15 minute focus time. But I swear when I do a tarot card reading, when I'm drinking wine, I am on point with my intuition, my abilities. And I was reading the alpha brainwaves get opened up through the experience of drinking alcohol. So that was a little side note I learned when I was researching this stuff. So anyways, that's when meditation begins. So you're sitting in a quiet place, take some deep breaths and just try your best to think about nothing or focusing on one thing. So you can just focus on peace or focus on gratitude and just keep thinking over and over the same word. Anything for beginners that you can use to focus on something other than your phone dinging and ringing and notifications going on. So your mind chatter starts to slow down. It's great for learning and studying. Creative ideas start to flow. You reverse brains, your brain's aging. Habits, fears, and phobias start melting away. Obviously, the goal is to feel calm and peaceful. And that first layer of subconscious mind, it, it's, you start to you know dive into that and open up your consciousness. So it's a gateway into deeper mental states is the alpha brainwave, alpha state. So then you continue on. If you stay there longer, I don't know exactly how many minutes and when you start going into that theta brainwave state, but the next state is theta and it's T-H-T-A. And I found it so interesting because when you take like a warm shower, 
apparently your brain goes very quickly into that theta state. So that's when you get good ideas and when you get like it's dreamlike and imaginary and you get creative visualization. Have you ever noticed that when you get in the shower, you get like the best ideas or best visions and you can't wait to get out and write them down? There's a science to that. So when you go into that deeper meditation, that's kind of the same thing. So it's it's also near the stage of sleep when you're getting those kind of like daydreams as you're falling asleep um, or sometimes you like jolt and you'll because you're half in and out of this brainwave state. So very, very information, uh, informational about the shower and all that stuff that I, I love researching this stuff, but it makes you feel more open and connected. So it's connected to your higher self, your subconscious, uh, your emotions. You get and do advanced problem solving. You become super creative. Your intuition starts building up. Intuition is like a muscle. You can get inspiration uh, and going into like a translate like stage. So to go even deeper, which I don't think when you get really good at it, you can get into the Delta brain waves and all that kind of stuff. Super conscious part of the mind, super healing, best, best, best for your immune system. But let's just start with the basics of taking five minutes, maybe seven minutes, if you can, 10 minutes to just sit there and think about nothing or think about peace or love or uh, gratitude and just like coming up with a mantra to keep you focused there. So let me give you some living proof really quick before I move on to journaling. The power of meditation. I used to be a very nervous flyer and I one time sat there and meditated about like, okay, God, give me a sign, angels, spirit guys, give me a sign tomorrow at the airport that everything's going to be fine. And I got this um, vision of like foily pink butterflies, like flying up in the air. And I was like, what does that mean? How does that make sense that my family's going to be safe, that we're going to fly to Hawaii tomorrow from SFO and be okay. And again, I've come to terms with that's not the way I'm going to go. So I'm not a nervous flyer anymore. I don't love it, but I definitely don't think the plane's going down every time I get on. So at the time I was asking for the science because I was so freaked out. I saw those butterflies. And luckily I told my husband at the time uh, about the butterflies. And when we got to the airport, I kept looking for butterflies. And I saw like a butterfly lamp in one of the SFO stores. I was like, mm, that's not it. And I kind of started to give up on it because I was searching everywhere for what I saw in the meditation. We got to the little area where everybody starts um, boarding. There's this big round area where you can sit on benches and order coffee and do all this stuff. My kids all of a sudden started screaming happy and they're like, yay. And they ran over. I'm like, oh, what are they looking at? It was all this crank that two cranks that you could crank it really fast. And all these pink foily butterflies Slide up. You could make them like almost race each other because one of my daughters had a crank and the other one had a different crank and you could race. And these butterflies were exactly the pink, foily, beautiful butterflies that I saw in my meditation the night before. That was a sign that we were going to be absolutely fine. So I ask answers sometimes, ask things and I get answers sometimes in my meditation Talk about a great way to start your day is to get visuals and visions and things to think about and exciting adventures that you can go on or uh, signs of reassurance. So, oh my gosh, I can't even tell you how powerful that was. I was a firm, firm, firm believer in how important it is to connect with the universe. So 
Last thing I want to talk about is journaling. I do the journaling after the meditation because sometimes, like I said, I get those visuals and I get that information or I have questions, that things I need to center myself and ground myself on. I like to write about my experiences after. If you don't have time to do a ton of meditation, I would still recommend doing it first and then moving on to the journaling piece of it because it still is a way for you to calmly sit down with a pen to paper and just write about your feelings, your thoughts. If you're super angry and the meditation part didn't calm you down, write about what you're angry about. My daughter, she's a teenager. I love her so much. She's such a great child, but she's a teenager. And sometimes her demands or her attitude or something. And I went off one time on my journal and it felt so good to let it out. But what was so cool about the pen to paper is the next day after I had calmed down, I had a great talk with her. I went back and read it and I kind of sounded ridiculous with my rant, but it felt so good that day to just get it out there and organize my thoughts on paper. So you can also line out something like this, like try this. If, if you don't know what to write about at all, you're not angry that day, you feel calm, but you don't know what to do, write out something like this. Because I am worthy enough and the universe is infinite and will give me anything that I want, here's what I want my life to look like. And spend five minutes after your gratitude and your big thing that you're going to do for the day that you jot that down. And after your five or seven or 10 minute meditation, take some time lining out what your life in a perfect world, assuming that you, because we're all absolutely worthy of our birthright to experience joy and success and happiness and money. Things get all messed up along the way sometimes. But if you put out there and you admit that in the universe every morning or as much as you can of what your life very clearly writing out what your life needs to look like and what you want it to be like, you will start seeing things fall into place. If you don't know what your purpose is, say, hey, this is what I feel like. I've always been interested in X, Y, Z and line out what that looks like. If you want to own a dog grooming franchise and you want to be a multimillion because you love animals and you love to interact with them because I see those t-shirts where people say, like, I like animals more than I like humans. If you're that kind of person, line out exactly what that looks like. Are you going to be researching uh how to dye dogs uh, hair pink or blue or different colors or make them into like little Halloween uh, cuts and funny things. Line out what that looks like. And then I started a corporation. Then I named it this and start having fun with it and let your imagination go wild and journal about that for a few minutes in the morning. Uh, I like to write down, I am going to make, I made President's Club in 2023. And I, I put that out there and I line it out clearly. And you would be so, so amazed at how things start to fall into place. A, some, a client that I've been waiting to maybe get in the contract to help them find a house, they'll call me that day and tell me that they found a house. It's crazy how fast the universe can put things into place uh, when you want it to. So fifth, I packed a lot into that, but it is, you can do it very quickly, especially when it becomes habit. 15 minutes, you do your, Breathe your gratitude, your pick your big thing for the day that you're going to do different than your normal routine. Then you're going to do your however many minutes possible of breathing and just calming your nervous system. And you're going to end with the journaling and lining out whatever it is that's on your mind for that day. That's all done in 15 minutes and it will change your life. So I am so excited to hear feedback. Please 
uh, give me feedback in the comments if you're watching this or listening to it on YouTube or wherever um, on Facebook. So any kind of social media, I want to know your feedback on this and if you're going to apply it and if you already have. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And until the next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you do, please share it with someone you feel could use it. And if you're interested in exploring possibilities, you can find me at trose at guildmortgage.net or text to 925-699-TIFF. Like, share, subscribe, and I would be honored if you connect with me on Facebook at Loans by Tiffany uh, and my YouTube channel for lots of information. And remember, every goal in life has to start with the right mindset. Thanks for listening.